Daniel Boone will always occupy a unique place in our history as the archetype of the hunter and wilderness wanderer. He was a true pioneer and stood at the head of the class of Indian fighters, game hunters, forest fellers, and backwood farmers who, generation after generation, pushed westward the border of civilization from the Alleghenies to the Pacific. As he himself said, he was an instrument ordained of God to settle the wilderness. Born in Pennsylvania, he drifted south into western North Carolina and settled on what was then the extreme frontier. Then he married, built a log cabin, and hunted, chopped trees, and tilled the ground like any other frontiersman. The Allegheny Mountains still marked a boundary beyond which the settlers dared not go. For west of them lay immense reaches of frowning forest uninhabited save by bands of warlike Indians. Occasionally some venturesome hunter or trapper penetrated this immense wilderness and returned with strange stories of what he had seen and done. In 1769, Boone, excited by these vague and wondrous tales, determined himself to cross the mountains and find out what manner of land it was that lay beyond. With a few chosen companions, he set out, marking his own trail through the gloomy forest. After weeks of wandering, he last emerged into the beautiful and fertile country of Kentucky, for which, in after years, the red men and the whites strove with such obstinate fury that it grew to be called the dark and bloody ground. But when Boone first saw it, it was a fair and smiling land of groves and glades and running waters, where the open forest grew tall and beautiful, and where innumerable herds of game grazed, roaming ceaselessly to and fro along the trails they had trotted during countless generations. Kentucky was not owned by any Indian tribe, and was visited only by wandering war parties and hunting parties who had come from among the savage nations living north of Ohio or south of Tennessee. A roving war party stumbled upon one of Boone's companions and killed him and the others left Boone and journeyed home. But his brother came out to join him, and the two spent the winter together. Self-reliant, fearless, in the frowning defiles of Cumberland Gap, they were attacked by Indians and driven back, two of Boone's own sons being slain. In 1775, however, he made another attempt, and this attempt was successful. The Indians attacked the newcomers, but by this time the parties of would-be settlers were sufficiently numerous to hold their own. They beat back the Indians and built rough little hamlets, surrounded by log stockades at Boonesboro and Harrodsburg, and the permanent settlement of Kentucky had begun. The next few years were passed by Boone amid unending Indian conflicts. He was a leader among the settlers both in peace and in war. At one time he represented them in the House of Burgesses in Virginia, and another time he was a member of the first little Kentucky Parliament itself, and he became a colonel in the frontier militia. He tilled the land and he chopped the trees himself. He helped to build the cabins and stockades with his own hands.